Hey guys, my name is Akshita. I'm a data analyst and a travel enthusiast. I'm Anand. I'm a finance bro and a tech geek. And you're listening to the Why Coordinate, the weekly podcast where we discuss the why behind human society and behavior. Lessons from pop culture and our own experiences to lead a more intentional, efficient, and happy life. Hi Akshita, are you back from your amazing surfing holiday? Hi Nag. <laughs> yeah, dude, I I just got back yesterday, and oh my god, oh my god, what beautiful weekend I've had. I swear, there's so much, so, so many things I did, so many experiences. It was too much fun. Like I feel like I can talk about it for hours, but yeah, I think it's too much fun. <laughs> maybe maybe we'll have a dedicated episode of I swear Akshita's just for this. <laughs> no, but uh, I mean, what about you? Would... How was your How was your weekend? Uh, I mean, pretty. So my week was basically work, study, and workout. That is it. Very nice. um, boring. But I've started going out on the weekends, uh, just meeting people for drinks and dinner and things like that. So some semblance of normalcy is creeping That's in now. That's nice. Mm-hmm. I like how now there's slowly a social aspect to your introduction <laughs> as well. That, yeah. Progress. Real progress. Progress. And uh, on that note, uh, let's. Uh, introduce uh, our exciting guest for today. Um, I've, I've, our guest for today is a pineapple enthusiast and his <laughs> name is Femi. Uh, Femi, would you like to introduce yourselves to our listeners? Uh, come on, Anna, you were no to start with that. Okay, hi everybody. My name is, um, no, okay, I think I'll call my full name. My name is Odu Uluwa Femi Daniel. Yeah, but you can call me Femi. That's like very easy to pronounce. Um, <clears throat> what about me? Let me see. Yeah, I'm from Badagri, a very beautiful city in um, Lagos State, Nigeria, West Africa. Um, a little bit of background about Femi. Yeah, Femi, uh, I had my undergrad in um, engineering physics from one of the best universities in Nigeria, like we like to say, Upper Femi Olo University. Um, Professional career, I've been a salesman all through my career. So I started my career at Procter & Gamble um, as a key account manager, then transitioned from Procter & Gamble to uh, Penorica, where I currently sell alcohol. So whenever you meet me on the road or you meet me anywhere, I tell you, what do I do for a living? I sell alcohol. That's practically it. I love to have fun. I love meeting people. Um, I, I love going out. I love trying out new things. And that's why you definitely see me at the nightclub. And that's why this topic is actually very interesting to me because I think that's part of my day-to-day life. Yeah, that's pretty much it. And um, I'm very excited to be here to have this chat with you. Yeah, thanks for having me on board, Anag and Akshita. Femi, we are very, very psyched to have you on board. And I promise that was the last pineapple joke I was... (laughs) We are going to make in this entire podcast. (laughs) I cannot promise you that. It had better be. (laughs) Really? (laughs) You're here for my lawyers. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay. And uh, yeah, I feel like for today's episode, we should have uh, gotten alcohol to record this. But I guess by if uh, it's... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, we we made the smart decision to record this podcast on a Wednesday night, 
and um, I also feel that if we had too much to drink uh, by the end of our episode, our listeners would stop listening to our future episodes. Yeah, they'd just be like, okay. <laughs> yeah, <well. laughs> that's true. Cause that's true. That's true. I agree. I feel like my right. another so number uh, had uh, uh, like Femi in mind when we talked about this particular topic. So yeah, interesting. Oh, hundred percent. In fact. Uh, uh femi is like the personification of someone who uh is so much fun likes to go out and i swear like every time job i see his instagram stories <laughs> yeah every time oh i see his instagram stories it's so so much fun it looks like oh my god i'm just like oh cannot wait to find it cannot at all <laughs> <laughs> well Oh. Yeah. And, that's uh, that's that's why I do for fun. So it's called having fun while walking, yeah. I yes, guess. exactly. <laughs> I think that's the way to live life. <laughs> yeah. For sure, for sure. Okay, so um, let me formally introduce the topic for today. Uh, the topic for today is why are nightclubs slash cool bars awkward, but parties or house parties more fun? Um, and to start off this discussion, I want to, uh, so there's this 2014 article from Wait But Why that I want to read the initial few, like the introduction passage from it, uh, because I feel like it talks about uh, the concept of clubs and cool bars um, really well. So it says, in most cities around the world, bars are at the core of the social scene and go hand in hand with youth culture, which is weird because this is a diagram that exists. And there's this Venn diagram, which has things you voluntarily choose to do all the time as one circle and things that are horrible life experiences in the other circle. And their intersection is cool bars. Um, the word bar can <laughs> refer to a variety of places. Um, a handy rule is the cooler the bar, the more horrible the life experience it will provide. And on a weekend night, the quintessential cool, super popular, loud, dark city bar becomes a place of genuine hardship. Uh, and uh, then talks about if you were to consider an interesting, engaging person, the person you quote unquote should be, the one you think people would love, the happy and successful one, what would he or she look like? Charming, lots of friends who all love you, many others who wish for your time and attention, exciting activities, nights out, weekends full, social demand. Indeed, social plans are something of a mark of our social success, aren't they? They're a ready proxy for love and acceptance because they are evidence that people want to spend time with you. So you have your assurance that you will never actually be alone in this world. Okay, now that took a slightly macabre turn. But anyways, so that's pretty interesting. So I think I, I read the article too and I was like, wow, wow, wow. Uh, this pretty much sums up a lot. <laughs> Honestly, because um, I think, no, don't worry, maybe while you go on, I think there are some other interesting parts of that article that got me thinking about my life, actually. Um, what, what I consider fun, is it really fun? Because <laughs> I think that, that article really dissected a lot of things. <laughs> Yeah, but and and like I said, uh, Femi, you you are the the person that this article mentioned. I think you are that person who, uh, like, I personally want to emulate. Um, so, uh, let, maybe let's 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 talk about uh, our personal uh, memories, favorite memories, either at clubs or house parties. Uh, I'm sure, Femi, you have a favorite club that you've been to or you like going to, or a particular evening at one of these places that you had a good time um yeah definitely definitely so you see interestingly yeah 
I am more of a house party person, yeah? So okay. I feel I, I feel more at ease when I'm indoor with a select group. There's a lot of booze, there's cool music, and we're just having fun, we're chatting and jesting, yeah? I feel yeah. comfortable. But, yeah. you know, it, it gets to a point where you want to have that wild experience. So there's this thing about me. Whenever mm-hmm. I'm in a new city or whenever I'm in a city, I tell myself I must experience the nightlife. In that. Yeah. Like, I must, I need to know what the nightlife looks like. So, I use really the internet. Nice. I want to. I, I want to know what the best club is. I want to know where the best display. You get because um, it's. I see them as like once in a well. Sometimes you can experience it two times or three times though. But like once in a lifetime exper- experiences. Yeah. So when you get to just part of the night away and talking about my favorite memories. So I think um, it was while I was in the uni. Yeah. So I had there was this crazy weekend. There was this crazy weekend uh, where. Um, when I tell people this story, they, they, they try, they don't believe because we partied on Friday. Yeah. There was a, there was a birthday party at a club or well, not really a club. It was like a sports bar. Yeah. So there was a birthday party there. We had fun like all through the night on Friday. Then someone stood up like around 3 AM and he was like, come on guys, who hosted this party? I love everything. Yeah. And the celebrant was like, oh, yeah, it's my party. He's like, how much did you spend? He just gave him a rough estimate. I was like, do you know what? I want the same set of people here. I want you guys to come back here tomorrow. I'm not celebrating anything. I just want us to re rehab the same kind of fun on Saturday. And everyone was like, come on, why not? Yes, we're down. The, the next day, we got calls. This, the guy brought out money. He paid for every single thing. The same kind of atmosphere. Everybody was back there on Saturday. Like... It was wild. So we partied all through Friday to like 5 a.m. On Saturday, we were there like 8 p.m. Started partying to like 2, 3 a.m. On Sunday, there was another party at the same venue. Like that was like one of the wildest weekends for me <laughs> when I was in the uni. And on Monday, I had a, I had an 8 a.m. lecture or something. Like I just got to class and I was sleeping. But come on, that memory stays with me forever. Like it's, it's uh... like my favorite Passing experience I can never forget in my life, actually. But I have a lot more down the years. But that one, that was like the first time I actually experienced back to back. Wow. That's awesome. That. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds don't... so much fun. <laughs> I, I don't think I've ever that had anything fun. like that. <laughs> um, but, but, uh, you're right. So, and in fact, I'm someone that hates going to clubs. Okay. The only reason I go to these places is because my friends are going and literally 30 seconds in uh, after i'm inside i repent going there because i absolutely hate being there but there have been there have been uh nights uh where i've gone and i've had a good time and uh so and most of them were in my university town um so in my university town of durham north carolina there's only one nightclub there called shooters and basically everyone who goes to duke there will will show up there on a friday night or a saturday night and uh, I mean, going there when your entire circle of friends, your entire class is essentially there is like a lot of a very fun experience. But going to any other club anywhere else around the city with, let's say, a handful of friends has never been a very uh, fun experience for me. Um, Akshita, do you have any experiences that you would <laughs> want to talk about? <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Um, mommy, sorry. <laughs> but yeah, well, obviously. Um, so I think a big part about uh, going out, I I, I, I really enjoy going out. I think that's a very fun experience. Equally, 
uh, as much as I enjoy house parties, but uh, it's not something I hate or I don't. So if and the, if there's any situation where a few friends are free, we'll just be like, can let's go out somewhere tonight. And I think um, during uni, uh, during undergrad, uh, we we were very strategically placed. Like our college is very strategically placed on this road, which has clubs literally every hundred meters. So. I think one of our best, like most of our memories, clubbing memories are um, of club hopping from one place to the other place to the other place. And there was a there was this one time where, um, so in India, we have this um, Zomato, which is like a food delivery or a food um, ordering app. And they had this one plus one or two plus two drinks offer, which is going on. And that was there in all the restaurants on this road. So just imagine there are four of us or five of us each of us have that two plus two we go to one place we go drink there then we hop to the next one and we have like 20 20 such restaurants bars and clubs in one line yeah so i yeah and because it was so close to our college because it was literally not even a three minute walk from our college we used to end end up to these clubs at like a very broad daylight of 4 p.m <laughs> not even night clubs wow. it was just at 4 p.m you start drinking <laughs> and then go through the night till like 11 12 1 and yeah i think that it's not just one memory but it's just this chain of memories that we did on a very regular basis unfortunately um but yeah <laughs> that, that's that's i think that's one of our most favorites I, I have a lot of good house party memories as well um i mean house parties are very on the opposite side of the spectrum it's very chill relaxed comfortable you can just be yourself in the house you have people you know um there's light music someone's playing the guitar you can just you can watch a movie someone's watching a game someone's watching a match you can either sit and chill with someone so basically it's a very different different vibe and i think that's what we can discuss going forward yeah, that, 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 that's true actually that like I, so i just want to jump in on that so you see uh something i've come to realize uh, i think uh being in the nightlife business yes yeah, so i've come to realize the, the nightlife or rather the clubbing scene there's a lot of complexities yeah uh what do i mean so you see a lot of things are happening in the nightlife in the nightlife scene so in the club a lot of things are happening of course when i was in the outside so as an undergrad or just a regular club goer I didn't know all these things, so I just wanted to go there for the fun. But like <clears throat> coming to the other side of the business, I realized you there are like um, 500 people in the club, but just like, and I think I, it, it was referenced in that article Anaga read during the opening. I think just like 30, 40% of the people in the club that night are actually there for the fun. The other 50, 60% of the people have one thing or the other they are there for. Like when you start breaking down things that go on in the club and what people are doing, you'll be surprised and amazed like, okay, this one is here working, this is working, this person is working, this person is doing this, this person is doing this. Just a very handful of them in the club are actually having fun or they are out for the night to party. While when it comes to house parties, like like you said, it's just relaxed and everybody just comes there to actually really, really have fun. While I was in the uni, I used to host a couple of parties in my compound. Come, now thinking about it, I think I'm one hell of a party freak, actually. <laughs> so I used to host a couple of parties when I was in the uni. And uh, <laughs> I, 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 like, I, I, I'm just I'm realizing. I'm so looking forward to this, Femi. I'm, so like, like, I'm just realizing that. So I, I, they, they used to be fun, but it could never compare to the, to, to the, uh, to the clubbing experience itself. So um, if I was to choose to, I think 
uh, when I want to really go wild, I will go to the club. When I just want to have fun and chill, I will stay in the house. But yeah, I think that, that that's it. I just wanted to drop that there. Yeah, Anna, you it have really, a floor. It really depends on the mood that you're in and also the group of people you're with. Uh, I think these two things really matter because if it's a group of people that you really just want to, you know, as you said, relax with, chill with, but also have that same of kind of fun, you can do that in a house in a comfortable setting. But if it's a group of people you want to dance with, you want to get loud music and get get outside and get doing something, then I think a club obviously makes more sense. So I think the vibe or the mood that you're in and the people you're with make a lot of difference whether you want to go clubbing or you want to have a house party. Exactly. And it, that, that, that brings me to this. So I get angry when I'm in the club with a set of people and I see, especially the ladies, and you're on your mobile phone, like you're pressing your phone or you're trying to read or you're trying to play games on your phone and you're in the club. <laughs> and I'm like, come on. So I have this mindset, yeah? I can't leave the comfort of my bed. I, come, I love to sleep. I love my house. I can't leave the comfort of my house come out for the night and dare not have fun. So that's my mantra. If I'm going to leave the comfort of my house, I must have fun. Like, I don't care what every other person around me is doing. I must have fun. So I will dance even if I don't know how to dance. And trust me, I become a very, very mad dancer when there's alcohol <laughs> in my system. <laughs> so I will dance. I will dance. I will party. I will do everything. But interestingly, I think for the past like one year in my life, I've actually not been having fun in quotes when I go to the club. So um, like I was saying earlier, my typical life, um, I spent a, a part of my life in the nightlife, yeah? So uh, let, me, let, let, let me give you perspective. Let me give you like how a typical night in my life can look, right? Say on a Friday night, um, I'm out by 10 p.m. Oh no, say 7 p.m. So I go to the low energy bars. So your sport bars, your lounges and the likes, yeah? So I'm in this low energy spaces where you can actually just sit down, have very good food, fine dining, have very good wine, have conversations with friends. I'm in this kind of outlet, yeah? Just checking on the decision because having fun, just talking and talking. Then as the night goes by, like, 10 p.m., 11 p.m., I move to the high energy space, which is what you know as the nightclub, yeah? So I'm in the first high energy space from like 11 p.m. till 11.30. I just want to see what's happening. Um, uh, what's it called? So I'm observing, yeah? So I'm working. I What's my job? My job is to ensure uh, I influence consumption on the spots, right? So I walk into an outlet. Yeah, that's what I told you. You're laughing. Like, that's what I told you. That's what I told you. When, when you go to the nightclubs, a lot of things are happening and you don't know. So typically, I walk into a nightclub and um, I see the mood is quite low or I see a couple of people on some tables are drinking. I wouldn't be mentioning names of brands, yeah? Well, are drinking like another cognac, which is a competing cognac to my brand, right? And I'm like, nah, this has to change. So what I could do is just, okay, call up the, the, the waiter or the barman and I'm like, okay, please give me a bottle of my own cognac with the old service ritual and everything, yeah? Then the DJ gives me like the baddest music and there's this old all eyes on me, all eyes on me, stop the club for me. Then you have the drinks on my table, maybe with some bottles of champagne on my table. Then people go like, oh, oh, who is that? What drink is that? Oh, who is that? What drink? is that and they're like oh Baman, i think i want a bottle of that drink i think i want a bottle of that drink trust me my job there is done so most times i'm in the club i order the bottles just 
take a glass and I leave. Like, I leave the club. I'm done for the night. I move to the next venue. Say, 11 o'clock, I'm in another club. All right? Repeat the same thing. Have conversations, see what's happening. This time around, I could go to another club and some of my drinks are on the table already. So I just have some conversations with a couple of friends. Well, I, I, I see a couple of people drinking. I ask them what they think about some drinks. What do you think about this? What do you think about that? We have those kind of conversations. Pour a glass here, pour a glass there. Move to another club. So I hop from club to club to club. Say I visit like four, five nightclubs in one night. Then before you know it, it's 3 a.m. or 4 a.m. already. And you're like, oh. Okay, time to sleep. I have a meeting by 9 a.m. <laughs> so that's, 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 literally, that's literally how my life goes. So you see, for me, it's no longer fun. For me, it's work. Now, a couple of people in the club will see someone like me in the club and they buy drinks because of me. Because they feel, so I don't know how it is in India, but in Nigeria, you see, uh, and I, I said I was going to highlight the reasons why a lot of people go to the clubs, yeah? I observe people go to the clubs for different reasons. A couple of people go to the club just because they want to, like, um, detach from work. Maybe you've had a very stressful week at work, yeah? You just want to loosen up, have fun, some shots of tequila, good, listen to good music, and just catch a vibe yeah so people go to the club because they want to uh say hook up with the same or opposite sex want to meet new people yeah a couple of people go out because of that you see a couple of people go to the club because they want to um what's it called they want so we call them um, ambitious socials yeah you see a couple of people go to the club because they feel that's where that's where it's happening so when i look around the neighborhood and i look at the influencers the guys that are the so-called big boys and big girls in town what do they do they go to this night club okay i want to be in that night club i don't have anything i'm doing there but i just want to be there because that's where i see everybody's going so you see those are the kind of people you see in the night club so a couple of people come to the club they don't even know why they are there they didn't have any pre-planned intentions of spending extra amount or buying this drink those are my target markets so i'm in the club i see a couple of people like that they don't know why they are there they are easily influenced. So my job is to influence them directly or indirectly to ensure they are buying the drinks I want them to buy. So it's a, it's, it's, it's a pretty interesting life, trust me, because you get to see you get to see your persuasive work, you get to see your hard work, you get to see everything you're doing. In real time, you get to see the effect in real time. And at the end of the day, people are having fun. And uh, come on, that's it. So... Okay, I think I think I'm saying too much already. That that's that's about it. This whole conversation has been very interesting for me because I I've never really conversed with someone who actually works or is like the nightclub is their workplace. Um, and uh, and I really like how Femi uh, categorize these few set of people. Like even now that I think of it, it's so so true. No matter where you are, as that was really cool. <laughs> Yeah, yeah I'm jealous, you, I'm jealous you, of her energy, you. like, I swear, <laughs> if I had to do this, I just couldn't sleep. No way. Uh, I, I have some colleagues that actually sleep off, like, while they're out for the night, and they just get, like, a 10 minutes break, and boom, they're that would definitely I'm like, oh, sir, man. <laughs> and I'm like, sir, man, sir, man, that can't be me, because when I'm out, I need to be out. When I'm in, I need to be in. That's it. So I'm all in for anything makes I'm sense. doing. Makes sense. That's yep, awesome. yep, yep, yep. Yep. very impressive okay so um, anand why do you i mean you told me that you told us that you do not enjoy as mouse parties so femi has told his experiences spoken about his experiences with clubbing which are so amazing it makes me <laughs> want to go back and do that again but uh, what about you what is why don't you um 
enjoy nightclubs as much as you do house parties um so uh, i mean one of the reasons why people like going to nightclubs as opposed to house parties is this whole as- aspect of meeting people that you don't already know um like you know really going out there and meeting strangers and uh, i mean the, i i understand that drop but then with nightclubs the thing is it's the music is so loud you can't really have a conversation with people and it's dimly lit and all of that uh, so it kind of takes away from uh, the experience add to the fact that nightclubs are fairly expensive like you pay 10 15 just to get in just to get the privilege of getting in and then the alcohol that you buy is uh four or five times the price um, i mean especially if you have <laughs> if you exactly especially if you have a money <laughs> <family. laughs> you want to spend so much um, that's true though that's true <clears throat> and my thing is that uh i mean i i don't understand the the like i get the overheads and everything else but it just in my head doesn't justify paying five times uh for a shot of a tequila which if i buy from like the local grocery store and have it at home is going to be one fifth of the cost i don't mind paying that premium for cocktails which i can't make at home i even if like the ingredients and everything else would probably be a fraction of what the cost is but just straight shots and you know liquor with uh, mixers and beer and thing plus i i feel like uh it's i mean there's no new experiences to be had in in one perspective like where it's always going to be dimly lit rooms which are going to be very crowded and nowadays unless it's like a good dj playing the choice of music is going to be not what you like so that's my very very pessimistic outlook on <laughs> nightclubs <laughs> um but that being said it is also a function of where you are like mentally who you are with and the exact same exactly. place can seem fun and can seem overwhelming uh based on you know where you are that's that's what that, i mean that, 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 that's yeah. that, that's very true yeah that's very that, true that, that's what true. what mindset or that what mood you're in at that point of time also the company that you have makes a lot of difference i mean experience also varies based on who you are as a person so i would imagine for akshita you and femi you Uh, you guys like going to nightclubs 99% of the times whereas for someone like me it's like maybe 15 20% of the times i have a good time and then 80% of the times are extremely miserable <laughs> uh which is not to say that <laughs> uh house parties are also uh like all that great all the time and in house parties also there's like two kinds one is the smaller more intimate ones where you have like a handful of people Mm-hmm. and then there's the other one which is essentially like a night which runs like a nightclub because you have like it'll probably friends be and then friends friends big, and, and a few random people come yeah there. friends of friends okay. and friends and it's 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 kind of like those uh you know hollywood trope of the parents are away frat and party. Yeah. Yeah. Frat party, party exactly. and it goes true, out of true, hand true, and, true. Yeah. oh my god at the end of everything yeah Yeah, at, the, at the end of everything i think even the the nightclubs the house parties it all boils down to the people you have with at the end of the day cuz um i've been in house parties that uh imagine being in a house party that you get in say 10 pm it's meant to be a game nine stroke a party yeah you get in 10 pm your plan is to leave by 5 am and by 2 am you're like oh my god someone get me out of here 
like I'm bored already. I'm tired. Like I've been in such situations, not once, not twice. You get, and you're in some situations where when mm. you get in 10 p.m., you're meant to leave by five. It's like 4 a.m. and you're like, oh my god, where did the time go? Like, oh, why do we have to mm. leave now? You get. So True. at the end of the day, it's just, it's, it's 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 just a function of the people you have around you. Um, going to the club and well, let me give you a personal secret. Yeah. Uh, the best way I feel to have the best fun of both words, yeah, is um, having your house party, then transition to the club. So uh, I do that with my friends a lot. So we we start up in the house, we play games, you have fun, you are taking shots of tequila, we are playing games and all. So we have a lot of pre-drink in the system. So that way we are cutting down on two things. We are not going to be spending exorbitantly in the club. And we already have like 60% of the phone we want to have. So you have pre-drinks at home, you have everything you need at home. Then when you guys are like semi-drunk, you drive to the club. Then that way you get to the club, you just come in for the music. So that way you have to go to a club where you're sure the DJ is like off the hook. You guys just want to dance, party. You're not coming there to have conversations. You're not coming there to like shout over each other's yeah, hello, hello, can you hear me? Yeah. Like that's what happens in the club. So you're not coming there to you're not coming there to do that at all. You know, you're just coming there to have fun. That's like a very good trick. And it works for my friends. It works for me to when I'm not working, when I just want to have fun. Have your pre-drinks, have your parties, have everything before coming to the club. Just come to the club to dance, 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 have fun and get out. And that's why I have, uh, I don't know, I don't know, in Toronto, there's this club, it's called Coda. I don't know if you've heard of it. Like, it's it's on the top of my list. So there are like two clubs I have on the top of my list that I want to visit. So I know a couple of people will say I have like travel destinations I want to visit. Mine, I have two clubs I want to visit. So hey, there's like one that. club, it's called Coda. <laughs> Coda is in Toronto. Then there's this there's this club, I don't know if you've heard of it, it's called Berghain in Germany, in Berlin, Germany. It's like a very, very oh, yes. restricted... Good, good, good. It's a very restricted club. <laughs> I think people, people are on the wait list for like weeks and months just to get in, yeah? And um, you rarely see pictures yeah. from the club. So the mystery around the club is the reason why I want to go there, you get? Because I might get there and the music is just meh. The uh, the service could be terrible and mm-hmm. all. But I just want to take it off my bucket list. Like, yes, this exclusivity. And that brings me to another point. That's another reason why people go to the nightclub. Because you get this... So, my very first clubbing experience, like, let me take you back a little bit. My very first clubbing experience, I think I was about 16, 17. I hope there's no law enforcement officer around here. Yeah? <laughs> I was about 16, 17. <laughs> fresh out of high school, fresh out of high school, myself and a couple of friends. We, we, we spent the weekend at a friend's sister's place. She was in the uni already, right? So we spent the weekend at her hostel. Four guys, one lady. Then she was dating one of the one a club. She was dating the club manager, and she was like, "Guys, uh, have you guys ever been to the club before?" We're like, "No, no, no." Okay, let me take you guys out. Then she packed us all in her car and took us to the club. Like we got to the club, the wait list was long. They were literally bouncing people, like bouncing ladies, bouncing guys, bouncing ladies, bouncing guys. And she just told the bouncer, "She's like, oh no, no, they're my brothers. They're with me." So the four of us got into the club. That was the very first time I was in the club. I got into the club and I almost ran out immediately. Like the music was so loud. 
I'm like, what the hell is happening in here? Like, it was so loud. <laughs> then I had to sit down. I had to sit down by the bar, and I was just observing. Like, I sat down for like 30 minutes. Then all of a sudden, I think then, because of course we're not so solid with alcohol, so we had a power horse. I can never forget power horse energy drink. That was what the four of us had. And I don't know till date. I don't know what was in the power horse. We had power horse, and we just took over the dance floor. Like we literally danced till daybreak. You know, that was my first ever clubbing experience. And I just danced and danced and danced. We go back home like around 4 a.m. I slept till like 12. I woke up and I was like, that's it. I'm never clubbing. It's too tiring. It's too stressful. It's too this. But like a week later, <laughs> we're just having we're just sitting down at home discussing. And the guys that didn't go with us, when we were telling them our experience, like everybody was like, Oh my god, I want to go too. I want to go too. You guys had fun. You guys had fun. And that's how we started for me. That's literally how we started for me. So because to every other person, it was this exclusive um, venue where only the big boys can get into, where only the guys in uni can get into, where only the guys that had money can get into. So we, the younger ones, we really wanted to, we were craving this exclusivity, yeah? That's the thing about human. What, what, what someone tells you you can't get, that's exactly what you want. So that's something about the nightclubs, I think. That's one reason, one reason why a lot of people go to the nightclub, because I want to get access to this exclusivity, yeah? There are a couple of clubs in, um, well, Luckily for me, in Nigeria, I can say 70, 80% of the clubs in Nigeria, if I walk into, I will get access in because of my job, yeah? So that's something that works for me. But you see a lot of people that can't get into some clubs. So I have friends that call me up and they're like, Femi, I want to go to this place. Are you out this night? Let's go together. Please, I need you to be by my side so that they can let me in. You get that exclusivity where you feel, what is behind that door? I want to see. I want to see what's happening. Like, when you see the long queues and all, I think I heard that's one of the reasons why I want to visit Koda. Because I said Koda, the, the wait list in Koda is so terrible. Like, on the night, you see, like, a very long queue because people want to get in. Like, you're, you're paying in advance to go in and buy expensive drinks. Yes, we know that. But it's an experience. It's a once-in-a-lifetime experience. It's the fun you're paying for. You're not paying for the drink. You're not paying for the club. You're not paying for the music. You're paying for the experience. That's how I console myself, though. But deep down, I know sometimes, I know I'm just deceiving myself. <laughs> but that's how I console myself. I tell myself I'm paying for the experience. So that, 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 that's pretty much it. That's pretty much it. Um, so I think it, it depends on what you want from it. So to some people, the nightclubs might be overrated. To some people, the nightclubs are like the perfect place to be. So I think it just depends on what you want from it exactly. That's 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 mine. That's that's what I would say. I think I absolutely agree with Femi's point of uh, just wanting to know what's behind those doors. Because even for me, uh, most in, in undergrad, most of our friends had um, their own bachelor pads or their own places where we could have house parties. And we did do what Femi said. We used to go pre-drink in the house. And then that aspect of let's go out. Let's we haven't been to this club. Everyone talks about this club. Let's go and see what it's about. And as you said, when you're younger exactly. and you're not, you know, like you're you can't go yet or it's just for the much elder people, but then you just want to go and experience that. That that kick, not I wouldn't say kick, but that excitement of just wanting to see what it is is what pushes you to go to a club. Uh, that I think that that's something I really agreed with. But then I also think there's been so many times where I've been to a club and I've just not been in the right 
uh, more. So I've just been sitting silently. And you know what? When there's like a million people around you dancing to this loud music, it's like you're forced, <laughs> not forced, but then it's like socially, uh, it's not acceptable to be sitting down on a table and just like, relaxing because everyone's there outside having a good time dancing, just going wild, as you said. Um, so that's when that's when you prefer start to prefer like start preferring to actually just chill at home because even though you don't want to even though you just want to chill and you've been to you have gone to a club you're like socially ex- expected to fit in with the crowd so maybe that's the reason why some people just just decide to stay at home and have house parties because in house parties you can just be yourself but if you want to go wild you can go wild like no one's stopping you hopefully no no cops come around <laughs> I've, I've had experiences <laughs> like that as well <laughs> but yeah <laughs> but yeah I think I think that that's one of that's something that I thought of while you were speaking that even though it is it, exactly what you said there have also been the opposite uh, opposite um, such situations where I haven't felt comfortable in the club because i just wanted to chill and relax i'm just looking Trust at me, everyone I, else party it's just there I, I was still in that kind of situation sometime in december so it happens it happens to everybody and the worst the worst position you want to be in is uh, on a friday night when you're not really in, in a club with a terrible that's like the worst position to be oh, in okay so, yeah, <laughs> you're not you're not in the right mood and the dj is not making matters better like it's making everything worse like you want to kill yourself like why the <laughs> hell am i here someone gets me out of this so that happens a lot and uh that this um i think sometime in december i was in a nightclub and i wasn't just feeling the music like um like every song the dj was playing i'm like nah man you shouldn't have switched yet you should wait let that song finish nah play this song it got to a point that i just stood up and i'm like oh that's it i'm done yet but i couldn't leave yeah because so there's some clubs you go to and you can't drive by that time of day yeah so i just went to the car park sat in my car and i started playing my own music <laughs> in my own car Till I slept off. <laughs> like, that, that was literally, like, I just wow. kept on playing my music in my car till I slept off. So it happens. There are days you're, you're not just feeling it there. Yeah? And trust me, as you get older, there are days you don't want to give that. I think when life hits you, so another reason why a couple of people will tell you they don't go to the nightclub is when, when you think of, um, say, you work Monday to Friday, there are a lot of deliverables, there's this, there's that. I remember you have bills. Oh, <clears throat> student <clears throat> loan <clears throat> coming soon. So you remember things like that. <laughs> and you're like, <laughs> and you're like, and you're like oh, oh my God, it. do I really, <laughs> do, do I really want to do this? Like, I should be thinking about how to make money and this and that. So you see a lot of people tell you, nah, I don't want to go to club because of that. I have a lot of things I'm thinking of. I have a lot of responsibilities. So there are different reasons, I think. And at the end of the day, I just feel to each man his own, right? Whatever makes you happy, uh, wherever you feel comfortable. But I believe, I don't believe in a dull lifestyle, though. You need to have fun, like either at home True. or in the club. Or somewhere you need to have fun. You need to have fun. Like, come on. There's, there's this, there's this, there's this saying we used to say when I was in school. Uh, it's in Yoruba, so I would try to translate it. Yeah. So the the, the saying is, um, should I should I say it in Yoruba? Then I will translate. Yeah, yeah. Yes, please. Yes. They say first class. Now, what does that mean? So it's it's the person that's alive 
that will finish or that will graduate with the first class. So when you're in the uni and you're all stressed up and you're thinking about my books, thinking about my life, thinking about this, someone will just come up to you and like, guy, it's the person that's alive that will have a first class, man. Let's go out. Let's have fun. Let's have some drinks. Let's party. <laughs> when you party and you remove that from your mind, you can come back to it tomorrow. But for now, stop thinking. Because when I was in the uni, we had a lot of cases of people that committed suicide, people that um, people that like ran nuts. People that so uh, interestingly, I in my in my in my unit then my faculty was in a white building, so they used to call it the White House. And so there was this guy. He was so good. He was really going to like. He never used to go to parties. He never used to go anywhere. It was just his book, his book, his book, his book. He was so focused, and he he ran nuts like literally. Like he became Obama in the White House because it was like, oh, Obama is going to the second year in the White House. Like, Obama is not leaving the White House. So they started calling him Obama. Like, he, he was not graduating. He was not going anywhere. He was like, literally not. So when people tell you, they're like, oh my God, do you want to become Obama? Come on, man, drop that book. Let's have fun for like 10 minutes. Let's have fun for like 30 minutes. And that has been my mantra all through life. Like, come on. Whenever you have the opportunity to just chill out and have fun, have fun. Like, of course, always know what you want, though. Like, it's uh, be focused at the end of the day, but don't lose sight of fun. That's it, man. I'm a fun person and I will always want to have fun. Yeah. And I, I think uh, even as a sort of bonding activity, I feel going out to clubs, it's almost uh, like for me, uh, the, <laughs> it's like you get over the part where you're buying expensive alcohol, getting over, getting drunk. And then when you get out and the, the, what some people call the post chill where, you know, after you've, you've been uh, out like two or 3 AM and then you go out uh, to get something to eat. And, uh, and then you have, and then the conversations that you have at that point of time with people uh, is generally more uh, uh, intimate than what you would have at other times of the day at other times of the week also. And, 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 um, I, and I, that's, very true that is very true it, it, that is very true like you just reminded me of work so uh when you have a field when you have field visits say you have like the the md or you have like your regional manager you have a couple of uh, top management in your region right and you guys go clubbing mm-hmm. together they're like 3 a.m we sit down together we're having should i call it breakfast by 3 a.m Post alcohol, <laughs> post partying, the kind of conversations, the kind yeah. of conversations you have at that point, and you're like, oh my god, this is my MD, this is my, this is my boss's boss. Like on a normal day, he doesn't say these kind of things. He's not this relaxed. We don't get to become friends on this level. But after the night out, when you guys are eating, the kind of conversations you have, and it's just so relaxed, and you guys become more friends on a personal level outside work. Like it happens a lot. It happens a lot. I've seen it happen a lot, and I like I can I am a witness. I've made a lot of friendships post post night out. Like. Yeah. You're done drinking, you're done having fun, just sitting down, eating something spicy. That's very key. Something spicy <laughs> after the alcohol rump. <laughs> this is something spicy. spicy nice. and just, yeah. <laughs> and just having conversations. Yeah, that, that's true. And uh, thanks for pointing that out. Yeah, because that's that's the thing that I go for. So like the whole part where you and Akshita were talking about having fun, that's the part I'm, <laughs> you know, that's like the... For you, that's the fun part. Uh, take, <laughs> the post-loving part. Is yeah, for me, part. the post-chill is the, is, the, is the fun part. And, uh, but I also, like, I also agree with what Akshita said about just the idea of the experience. So like, 
even when it comes to alcohol i don't like drinking alcohol i don't like the taste of any kind of alcohol but i like what it stands for what it signifies because you never have alcohol at work which is before a stressful mood it's always when you're celebrating something or when you're out with friends so similarly with nightclub it's like it is the epitome the pinnacle of having a good time socializing and being with uh like being. so i mean just for that i sometimes also like going um yeah makes sense that's good that makes a lot of sense i like how our conversations are about how clubs i mean i think i see at least me and femi favor clubs more than i mean and i wouldn't say we're clubbing more than house parties definitely a very different vibe but yeah so yanag you're outnumbered on this one I think so to me so back to the topic I, I would say nightclubs are not awkward that's going to be my that's going to be my my, my response nightclubs are not awkward to a lot of people maybe to Anna oh. it is but to a lot of people they're not awkward they can be tiring <laughs> but they're not awkward I feel like for me it's awkward if I don't have a correct company if i don't have a correct set of friends and i'll feel a little out of place i'll feel a little uh don't know who to speak to don't know what to do if i want to dance but i don't know someone who's at the right um same level of comfortable with me so i don't know how to dance with them so i think yeah i think that's a good point even though i do like clubbing if i'm not with the correct people i will feel awkward no matter how good the vibe is no matter how good the dj or the music is no matter how good the drinks are but yeah i think that's 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 a valid point for me at least <laughs> That, 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 that makes a lot of sense that makes a lot of sense and to some extent that can even uh, compensate for all the things that we talked about which are problematic with clubs like for example having to stand in a queue uh, I, when, when i think over it there have been nights where i've stood outside a club to get in for like an hour but the company that i was with and like um, femi suggested we pre-gamed already so the party had already sort of started and the company that i was with we were hosting around while standing in the queue so even that experience was fun whereas there have been nights where in that same club i got instant access but the company wasn't nice or i was not in the right frame of mind to be having a good time and it didn't turn out to be nice so i think the co- and with house parties i think majorly more or less the company is always going to be nice because it's always going to be people that you know unless of course it is a house party where you don't know anyone true, true. then i guess yeah. at that point of time that's as good as going to a nightclub in my opinion true that very true very yeah. true house party so that that brings me back to the whole experience the experience is the most important part of the club <laughs> the experience <laughs> the experience with friends that's with people true. you feel comfortable that's around <laughs> yeah i think uh that i wraps up our conversation for today i don't even know if there is anything for me to summarize because the gist is <laughs> that we should <laughs> go to the clubs with <laughs> the right people and you'll have fun or in fact you can probably merge the two together pre-game have a house party and then go to the club and then more more importantly go out after for the post chill to go eat something spicy like, like- and have internet <laughs> spicy <laughs> nice <laughs> yeah that, that, that that's true but uh, don't have pineapple drinks you trope 
<laughs> don't have pineapple drinks and don't have Hawaiian pizzas uh, is uh, Femi's, Femi's uh, advice, advice for the day. For a good uh, time. <laughs> uh, all right. Nice. So uh, I guess let's move on to the next uh, <laughs> final section of the episode, which is the funny slash insightful incident of the week. I feel like this whole episode was funny incidents of our uh, of our lives. Uh, life. But anyways, do you guys have anything, <laughs> anything that you'd uh, want to talk about? Akshita uh, just came back from a holiday. Like she should have a lot of funny and insightful things. Oh my god! Up. I don't think I don't know yep. funny or insightful, but definitely fun. A lot of stories. Oh my god! So um, basically, for our viewers, or sorry, our listeners. Oh, why do I always keep saying viewers? Our listeners. <laughs> Who did not know? I had just gone for a surfing holiday for the first time in my life. I'm trying something adventurous, and honestly, I was telling Anand. I think I mentioned this in one of my previous podcasts as well. I was petrified. I was so scared. I thought I'd come back with broken bones and just like definite injuries on my body. And I did. I did. I do have a lot of injuries. It's not like I have not. But what an experience! <laughs> I think. I think the first. 15 minutes that I actually started I just looked at my friend and so me and another friend had gone together and I just looked at her and I was just like what have we gotten ourselves into why what what were we thinking when we decided to just go surfing <laughs> two of us who who she doesn't even know swimming I know swimming but I just I've never waded so deep into the water on any beach at all and we just decided to go up and go surfing and I think just Give it some time, and I I was not ready to come out of the water. Like my instructor was telling me, okay, listen, it is time. We need to leave. It's been four hours, and I'm just like, nope, one last one, one last one. And it was yeah, and it teaches you so much. It teaches you patience, teaches you perseverance, because you just fall. So basically, two days I just fell. I just fell, like I was falling on my face, on my butt, on my hands, on my stomach, on every each and every part of my body. I was just falling. But then after you fall, and after you have to come back from the shore into into the ocean again, that the ten minutes of struggle that you have to pull your surfboard or pick up your surfboard and get in, that teaches you so much. Because every time you're just like, is this really worth it? Like, is, do I really want to go and get bashed again by the waves? But then once you're inside, you're ready for it. That that. 10 seconds that you have when the wave comes and you try to stand up on it is worth the 10 minutes of um getting bashed and then walking back so it's not insightful it's just something i learned with this experience where i was too much fun and the people i met oh my god what different people fun people what very very different life stories i've had people who have been solo traveling with uh, one girl who was solo traveling with her mother Uh, just she, they had just done scuba diving, skydiving. Now they were doing surfing. A fifty-eight-year-old mother that was amazing. She was doing wow. surfing. That was really cool. There was another artist who was just who just travels across, goes and lives in these uh, homestays for free, and offers to paint the walls or make murals on the walls. And that's just his life. He goes uh, free of cost and does this. Uh, so so it was it was so interesting to see so many people so that was fun that was really fun <laughs> that's nice I, i've never gone surfing i would really love to experience it yeah i think yeah, i i really think you should if if you like the water then i really think 
I don't know how to speak. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm my mother's only child, so growing up, she's always like, oh. Femi, Femi, don't go close to the water, don't go close to the water. So whenever I go to the beach, like, I just sit by the park. Oh, yeah, that, that, that does make sense. I think my mom's very similar, even though I'm not the only child. I, every time I go, even just, just a little bit, she's like, no, come back, come back. Don't go so deep. I'm just like, ma, I've not even reached my knees. <laughs> Uh, that's nice. uh, do, do I have a funny? Uh, I, I have an insightful incident from the week, and I have a very annoying incident. From, so I will start with the annoying incident from the week. Yeah. So um, what's it called? So there's this. There's a curfew in in um, Edo State. So I'm currently in Edo, Nigeria. Yeah. There's a curfew. Uh, it starts at 10 p.m. to 5 a.m. So uh, <clears throat> I decided to do something on Friday because uh, it's been a while I went to the nightclub, yeah? So I decided to see what was happening. And you have to go... <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just... It sort of rhymes with what we're talking about, interestingly. So you, you, you have to be at the club say before 10 p.m. and you can only leave after 5 a.m. So I got to the club like 9.45. Wow. I, 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 yeah, because of the coffee. So I got to the club 9.45. I was in my car. I was on my laptop working till like um, 11-ish. Then I got into the club, did everything I was going to do, had fun with a couple of friends. Then it was 4.30 a.m. It was time to go. Then I stepped into my car. I started my car. My car refused. Like, that was the worst thing. <laughs> that was the worst thing. I don't, I don't know, Anna. I don't know if you saw my Instagram story on the first day of the month where I, 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 I wrote, uh, this is the worst way to start the week and the month with a black screen. That was exactly what I was referring to. Because it was, I think that was the day I posted the memes on um, Baby Yoda and... Um, the 42-year-old. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So it was, it was that morning and I'm like, God, this is the worst way to start my week. I start my week. So I had to just leave my car at the club then get a cab. Then my driver had to pick the car like the next day. So that was like a pretty annoying part of my week. But uh, insightful, something pretty interesting happened. So um, there's this group I'm in. It's, it's mixed with a couple of uh, people. So from different parts of the world, yeah? On WhatsApp, it's a WhatsApp group. So a friend of mine, a Nigerian, He's not on that group, so he's a colleague of mine. We work with. He tweeted something on Twitter, yeah? I didn't even know about it. Then someone in the group, a non-Nigerian, was trying to make reference and shared that tweet, right? So this is like another group entirely. My friend from another place entirely tweeted something I didn't know. It. Then in another nationality, I can't remember, I think the person was Ghanaian or something, was trying to make reference and he just posted that tweet in the WhatsApp group. And he was like, oh, look at this thing I saw, blah, blah, blah. And we were commenting and commenting. Then it set me back and I got thinking and I'm like, wow, this world is really a very small global village. Like something I'm saying here from the corner of my house here. Someone in India, someone in Japan, someone elsewhere can actually see that. And that, that, that forms the person's, uh, should I say, mindset or image of my country or of a topic or whatever. Something I just harmlessly tweet or post on Twitter or Instagram or something in my own house. Someone in another continent can see it and that will be the basis of the person's uh, opinions about a topic or about my country or something. So it got me thinking and I'm like, okay, I think I need to do better. I think everybody around me need better. We don't know how far our uh, social media footprints can go. We don't know how far things we say or do. So I think it was like a reflecting point for me. I had to just sit back and think, and I'm like, come on. What if my friend was like saying something really terrible 
and another person or another group of people elsewhere were seeing it and just you get so that was it for me like it was really insightful and i had to just flex like okay i think i need to do better so there are times i really want to tweet annoying things about my country but going forward i think i'll, I'll have like a second thought and i'm like okay no someone else could be seeing this and this is going to be the person's opinion about my country forever so that's that that's it i think that's it i was like that is true uh family like Anything you put out on the internet is there forever. You can never take it back. Uh, very true. <laughs> uh, true, true, very true. My insight, my insight of the week is, uh, do you guys know what are the most uh, spoken words of 2020? Apart from when will this end and... Uh, uh, Corona? COVID? I wish. Lockdown? Word, word quarantine? Or <laughs> word or phrase? Uh, phrase, phrase. Or group of words? Okay, so is it? Can you hear me? Or uh, is my is my yeah. mic on? Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> it's you're on mute. You're, you're on mute. mute exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it had to be one of those. <laughs> I just knew it had to be one of those. <laughs> Very insightful indeed. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. All right. <laughs> I guess I think Anak still said, actually, you're mute. I think you said that earlier too. Yeah, I think we had that on my call <laughs> once already. <laughs> this shows how much. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like we never learn. It's, 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 it's exactly, we keep making the same mistakes again. <laughs> At least I do. <laughs> yeah, we all do. We all do. Okay. I guess... Um, that wraps up our episode for today. Uh, thank you so much for joining us, Femi. This has definitely been the most uh, fun we've had uh, on the podcast so far. And uh, yeah, it was so much fun. I swear. Um, thank you so much for joining in, Femi. Guys, this is this is my first. You know, I told you earlier. This is like the first time I've been on the podcast, so um, I, I didn't have any expectation. So I think. Uh, this literally blew my mind because I had so much fun. Like I, said, I think it's it, it's just been like a normal conversation. Yeah, like we're sitting in the same room and having a conversation. So I really had a lot of fun, and I wish like we can just keep on going and talk about other topics and talk about other things and just keep on talking. Like I would really love to be back here some other time talking about another interesting. Honestly, I really oh, had fun. definitely, like, we'd love to have you on. Oh yes, hundred percent for me. <laughs> Thanks, I, thanks I hopefully we should next time we should all be together doing this actually sharing yes. some alcoholic like, beverages then... over, over a bottle of red wine yeah that's not <laughs> like it <laughs> no or, or cognac uh, uh yeah Femi, next yeah. time we'll do this in person then then pre-game and then go to a club <laughs> <laughs> and then exactly uh, that's the way i think yeah exactly. I think this and then we got this percent sorted so uh, in fact well, right. I'm, I'm putting it i'm Thank marking you. it in my calendar next time next time we do this we pre-game we pre then we'll go to coda uh-huh. the club i want to put in toronto right. yes yeah yeah we make reservations <laughs> yeah. Uh, well yeah, yeah well in advance <laughs> we make now itself and then then we'll go to coda and then when we have those uh, conversations at 4 a.m., that's when we'll record the next episode. Of the- oh. <laughs> 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 okay, I, I think, yes. I think we have an entire no. schedule sorted now, for sure. <laughs> Good one, <laughs> thanks, thanks a lot for having me on board, guys. Thanks. Uh, really fun. Yeah. Thanks, uh, thank, thank you, Femi. Uh, thank you, Akshita, for your time. And thank you, everyone else, for listening. 
uh we release new episodes every saturdays uh, 9 a.m est 17 standard time and uh, look forward to catching you guys uh, next one